When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. It's your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso, coming to you live, loud and in your motherfucking ear. This week, we're going to be talking about panic attacks, the movie It, and the movie Mother, and how I had panic attacks and had to leave the theater. <laughs> Stay tuned. This week's podcast is lit as fuck. Parental advisory warning. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Spin the oh, shit. It's a Sharp Tongue podcast. I need to stop swearing, you know? It's like I'm an adult now. You can hear Carlin scratching myself in the background. Why do my dogs wait until... <clears throat> oh. <laughs> do you hear him? Just flapping around back there. Why do my dogs and my my computer's going off? Why do my dogs wait until uh, I'm I'm doing some work to do some shaking and itching and all that shit? Uh, I had my birthday. I I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan this past weekend. Thank you to all you mother suckers who came out there. It was a wonderful time at Dr. Grin's, the B.O.B. the big old building where people have died because the people can't figure out railings. It's like a fourth-story entertainment building, and uh, some people have fallen down stairwells. They get too drunk and they fall, and then they die. And uh, some people call it tragedy. I call it modern Darwinism. (laughs) Now this motherfucker's... Can you hear him sopping up water in the background? You probably can't hear it because these microphones are that amazing. Shout-out to Chris McClure uh, for helping me set up my podcast equipment for getting me an audio box for my B-Day and for having a name that sounds like a character from Clue. So you got that going for you as well. I, are you done drinking water? Shit. I... <laughs> yeah, I... I, 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 I. What, what, what the hell's wrong with me? I sound like a uh, mumbling teenager. I had a great time. Dr. Grins, thanks for everybody who came out. Uh, a guy rolled up on me in his wheelchair. That was a first while I was performing. Yeah, he was heckling a little bit. It was the Saturday late show. And uh, I saw he was going to be a little bit of an issue because I was in the back of the room from the beginning of the show and he was giving the feature a little bit of issues. And I was like, all right, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to do something with this dude. And so I get up on stage and... He just lets loose, you know. He starts yelling stuff at me. I'm going to play you guys the clip a little bit, uh, what happened <laughs> with the dude who rolled up on me in a wheelchair. <laughs> you know, at least this gig isn't boring. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least at least fun shit happens and things, things happen. And you go, well, that's a first, and I don't think that'll ever happen again. I doubt I'll ever get rolled up on a wheelchair by an, a very confident man whose legs don't work and who has a very great sense of humor. Jimmy, shout out to Jimmy in the wheelchair. It was a great weekend. Coming up, I'm going to be at the Ice House this Saturday, Los Angeles slash Pasadena, California. 
I'm going to be running my hour. I've started to run my hour already, planning for a special. So just working on that. It's going to be a great weekend. I've got my friend Mark Saratella coming out. Chris McClure is going to come out. A couple other of my comedian friends, special guests. So come to that show, 8 p.m. If you want a chance to win free tickets, email me at sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. And then I'm going to be in Sacramento at the Sacramento Punchline, September 28th, 29th, and 30th. That's in Sacramento at the Punchline. And then I'm going to be at LaSalle College, October 20th, in Massachusetts. And then um, I'm probably going to dress as a piece of toast for Halloween, because that's where my life is right now. <laughs> I, am, uh, I had a first happen last night, I'm going to say, a first ever I had to leave a movie because it was too scary. Have never had this happen in my history, in my horror aficionado history. Have never, ever, 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 ever had to leave a movie. And I've seen everything. I've seen uh, just the goriest. You want to see a gory movie, watch a movie called Inside. That's a gory movie. That movie's messed up. I've seen the most, I mean, Saw, I've seen all the Saws, those are fucked up, Hostel's pretty fucked up, all these, like, outright gory, just grotesque, very bloody movies that I just sit right through, I eat, you know, I'll have fucking nachos and dip, and I won't even think twice about it, I'll eat pasta sauce while somebody's being gutted on the screen in front of me, but Mother by Darren Aronofsky, I couldn't handle it. I had to walk out. I went with my friend Sarah, my friend and my neighbor Sarah. Shout out to Sarah Brown Carter for being my emotional support last night. Uh, I couldn't handle it. I started to have a panic attack. <laughs> and, you know, for those of you who have panic attacks, I know it's not funny. But the fact that I couldn't handle a movie, I walked out in the hallway and I was getting dizzy. <laughs> and I had to have my friend Sarah, she had a splash, she had to smack me in the face a little bit. And I had a splash of water on my face. And then I was just out in the hallway saying how I couldn't handle mother. And people thought it was like a fam family problem. And it was just the, the movie. And the way Darren Ar Aronofsky films movies. I mean, Black Swan made me nauseous. Just from the way he films. It's so visceral. Like, it, there's something about how the cinematography, the storytelling, the composition, the camera angles, the music. All of it put together leaves this visceral feeling in your being if you're someone like me I guess I maybe I'm maybe not everybody has this reaction to his movies but I didn't even think about that going into it I forgot that it was his film and Black Swan kind of fucked me up for a few days uh, I literally got nauseous in the movie theater I didn't throw up but I felt like I could have and so just the the tones of this film of mother are so fucked up and you don't know what's happening. You know, you're, you're literally, even at the, I didn't see the end. I, I read the synopsis online on Wikipedia and I was like, fuck you. You know, fuck you, Darinovsky. There's no way that I, I probably should have read this shit before because it's so fucked up. You know, and it's like those gory movies are, are scary for a lot of people because people can't handle grotesque vision, you know, grotesque visions or grotesque, uh, 
types of movies where it's it looks so real. Someone's legs getting chopped off and that sort of thing. But this is psychological. This gets into your soul. <laughs> Let me read you. Okay, if you want to see Mother and you don't want a spoiler alert, turn the podcast off. Because the, I'm just going to read a last paragraph. Okay? And, and you guys can can get your own, build your own uh, opinion on it, okay? Mother makes her way to the front. This is from Wikipedia, by the way. Mother, uh, the synopsis on Wikipedia. Mother makes her way to the front where she sees the hacked corpse of her child and sees the crowd eating its flesh. I mean, do I even, even need to go on? <laughs> that sentence I'm sweating that sentence just made me I'm literally sweating from my neck okay I'll read a little bit more oh god furious at them oh furious really furious they're eating your baby miss I think furious is a little bit of an understatement um furious at them she calls them murderers and begins stabbing them with a with a shard of broken glass they turn on her as they should I mean they're like miss you're interrupting our dinner And not for nothing, it's delicious. Have you had baby? It's so tender. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) They turn on her, beginning to strip and beat her until him intervenes and stops it. Oh, God. Where was he in the beginning? Where was this guy when they were making a sandwich out of your kid? Mother escapes the grasps of the crowd and makes her way to the cellar where the furnace oil tank is. Oh, here we go. A woman scorned. Despite him's pleas for her to stop, mother lights the oil on fire and destroys the crowd and the house. I mean, this just sounds like a police report of something that went on in Florida last Friday. Let's be honest. (laughs) This is just... This is just somebody's transcribe of a police scanner in uh, Jacksonville, okay? Uh, (laughs) It was so, so heavy. And, you know, only for the past year have I had a couple of these panic attacks. And so I felt it coming on. And I literally had to have my friend slap me in the face a little bit. I was like, this is going to sound weird. But because she's a good friend, she didn't even question it. I was like, I'm going to need you to slap me in the face a couple of times just to ground me because uh, I'm afraid of eating a, ha- eating a baby burrito and some crazy mother stabbing me in the eye and ruining my Chipotle moment, my, my child Chipotle. <laughs> I walked out. I walked out. I had to call my man because I, I needed to talk to somebody who I cared about and who could ground me. So I had my neighbor there. She, we walked. We left. I was out in the hallway bullshitting with the staff at AMC about how I couldn't handle it. And as I was out in the hallway, like be, be, practically crying about how mother was too much for me, this girl had left a theater, one of the other movie theaters, because she couldn't handle it. It was a walk in the park for me. It was like so easy. Go see it. It, it was wonderful. I loved it. I had a great time. Um, you know, maybe, maybe my problem is I think too much. And so the psychological thrillers tap into some sort of thing in my brain, you know, because maybe, maybe those, it, it is still psychological, but on a different level. I, you know, Stephen King gives you a little bit of a break. It's still fucked up. Don't get me wrong, but the 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 visuals 
in correlation with the story aren't as heavy for me as the tones and the themes in Mother. And you guys probably heard me say him and Mother. Well, there's a whole theory behind this movie that like it's it's about Mother Nature. And in our, excuse me, I'm like literally going to throw up into the microphone. <laughs> Is there like a movie rating with vomit? You know, Siskel and Eber give it the four stars. I give it six fluid ounces of vomit. That's my rating for Mother, if I could give a rating. They're saying that this, that the movie is about man's relationship with Mother Nature. And that's just what I read from Wikipedia. So, you know, you, you never know <laughs> what's what on Wikipedia. But when I think about that, when I think about that, as an idea, I'm like, okay, that, that can kind of make sense. I, I get that a little bit because of how heavy and intense it is. But in the same breath, it's just, I, you know, I, what happened to Darren Aronofsky in his, in his life that he thought of a scene where people are having baby sandwiches out in some lady's front lawn, just ha- eating a baby. Just like, and is anybody hungry? You guys want some tea and crackers? No, do you have a baby? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I, the, yeah, the tea and sandwiches sounds great. But do you guys have like a nice uh, baby souffle that we could eat? Uh, it's already, the movie, the budget was $30 million. It's already made $13 million, And it came out about 12 days ago. So that's pretty decent. That's not bad for a movie that is that fucking insane. Um they're calling it a biblical allegory. It depicts the rape and torment of Mother Earth. Um, Javier's character is a poet. Is supposedly a re- a, he represents God, and Michelle Pfeiffer is Eve, and Ed Harris, her husband, is Adam. And Cain and Abel characters are depicted by their sons. It's just Aronofsky's filmmaking supersedes. It's film. It's not a movie. It's a fucking film. And f- film is a type of, of um, I want to say movie. The, a film is something that when you leave the theater, you want to shit your pants or vomit. So that's that's my review of Mother. Please enter with caution. Go see it for sure. But Mother may make you shit your pants or feel like you're go- and or feel like you're going to fall into the carpet and continuously fall for hours. <laughs> I mean, it's just, oh, God, damn. I'm, I'm a changed person. I, you know what? And as a horror movie freak, like literally I see everything. You guys know that. It's my favorite thing to do. I literally, back in you know a couple episodes, found a couple actors from some of my favorite horror movies. You know, I interviewed Lexi Atkins from Zombievers, which is one of my favorite creature features, campy creature features. Um, I've I've spoken about Wolf Cop, which is a really great movie. It's also a creature feature, kind of like a B campy horror movie. Um, I interviewed Tyler Labine from Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I it, I, I'm, I can handle all sorts of gross. I mean, literally, Zombie Beavers is a movie about beavers that turn into zombies. <laughs> I can't handle a movie about mother. Maybe I need to call my mom. Maybe I need to call Nancy and be like, hey, is there something going on we need to talk about? 
oh, it just was too much. But the nice staff at AMC gave my friend and I tickets to come back. I don't think they did that for the girl in It. I think that's telling of the level of severity that the staff understood that I went through. I, I made it through, I probably made it through almost half the film. You know, I, I, I had to leave. I, couldn't, I left my food, and it was, the food was delicious. I, I left my food. I didn't even finish my wine. <laughs> oh, my heart was racing. And you know what? I'm blaming this on coffee. I had two cups of coffee with Chris McClure yesterday, and it's his fucking fault. That, that's, that's what I'm blaming it on. And, you know, I was going to just have a relaxing evening, maybe get a massage and, and go to bed. But no, 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 no. No, no, I had to go see a movie about uh, neighbors who who had to eat children for, for a snack. So enjoy your life. <laughs> Enter with caution. The movie's fucking intense. And, it, you know, it, I don't even know. I, I, don't, I don't think I'll finish it. I don't, I don't think I'll go back and finish it. Maybe in a few years when I've, you know, dealt with the emotional ramifications of just seeing the first 40 minutes or so. <laughs> Holy shit. Man, what a day. What, what a night. And now I'm fine. I, I woke up. I'm fine. I'm, I'm living my truth. I'm, I'm okay. And uh, I'm, I should play you guys the wheelchair guy who rolled up on me at this show and, and Dr. Grins. Now, let me set this, the stage for you a little bit. I, you know, the later shows on the weekends can be a little rowdy. It can be a little rowdy and unpredictable. And, you know, Steve Martin is quoted for saying he quit comedy because of the Friday Late Show. Friday Late Shows can be uh, um, an arduous task at the least because it, people have had a long work week. They're already drunk. And they want to let loose. You know, they want to basically scream at you for the shitty week of work that they've had. And you got to fight through it. It's a little bit of, it's lion taming. But even the Saturday late shows can be a little difficult as well. Those ones can be a little hard. But uh, this, the, this Saturday late show is on stage. I told you before. I could hear the guy in the back heckling the feature, Spencer James. And when I went on stage... This guy didn't waste any time yelling at me. He just, he, he came right out with it. Well, I'll just, I'll let you guys listen to it. Here's wheelchair Jimmy coming at me. I also made a point to scream about how I wasn't pregnant at the beginning of every show. So there's that. Listen for that and then listen for the wheelchair guy coming at me hot. You've heard her on the Sharp Tongue podcast. Um, she's not pregnant. Uh, let's give it up for Jessalay, everybody. Woo! 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 Y'all got any goddamn respect? He said I'm not pregnant. Woo! I peed on this just a few hours ago. My birthday is tomorrow. Got my gift early, bitches. Woo! Feel ready. Feel ready for the
I should say at this point that I knew he was in a wheelchair because I saw him from the back of the room starting shit. So I had a little bit of an advantage, but I was playing with him because I thought that's what he wanted. You know, I don't know what his life was like. Maybe he wanted to be played with, blah, 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 be played with a little bit. fault you know I continued a little bit just because it, sometimes in a late show you got to have fun you got to take some risks if the crowd's talking to you sometimes you gotta you gotta wrangle you gotta do some crowd wrangling and that's what I was doing and uh he he fucking wheeled up on the stage Sure. <laughs> 
Jimmy, you're so are you, you are a bachelor, did you say? No, my little brother is. Your little brother. So quiet. Has he always been talked over by you his whole life? No. What do you do, Jimmy? I um I collect garbage for a living. Nice. Like shitty women or just like couches and shit. Come on up, Jimmy. Okay, so at this point, Jimmy starts to wheel himself towards the stage. through chairs on on his wheelchair. He he made his own lane. He th- he wheeled right through chairs in the audience and wheeled right up to the edge of the stage. Congratulations to the couples tonight. I laughed so hard. He said the only reason he's in the chair is for the parking. I thought, I mean, if you're in a wheelchair and you can have that kind of sense of humor about your reality and your truth, that's the fucking essence of life right there. go back and forth you know jimmy he's obviously a fella who's been dealt a shitty card in life and is a little boisterous because of it and you know what i don't hate him i don't hate him we had a great time we went back and forth he, he wheeled up to the stage about two or three more times throughout the night <laughs> and the club tried to quiet him down and then they tried to kick them out which is let me tell you That's what a club should do when people get a little crazy. But I, as a comedian who was engaging with Jimmy, made the club not kick him out. I I had him and his whole friends, all of his friends, stay for a while. He had a couple uh, war vets with him and his brother. And, you know, it's I'm not encouraging heckling by any stretch of the term. Uh, But I am encouraging people to have a little bit of a compassionate approach as a comedian or performer to when you do get heckled you know it's 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 an interesting situation and it's and it's a a muscle and a skill to flex and I enjoy a challenge Uh, I don't like to be interrupted during my set sometimes things happen and it makes me have to work a little bit harder and I get stronger as a performer and my life is richer because I met Jimmy and honestly I think it's great now that I can say I got rolled up on (laughs) Jimmy just living his truth four wheels at a time, you know? He's only in it for the parking. So shout out to Jimmy for giving me a colorful evening at Dr. Grin's Comedy Club in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, You guys know, don't forget, this weekend I'm going to be in Los Angeles at Ice House in Pasadena. That's 8 p.m. show. Email me at sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com to win free tickets. Also, I'm going to be at the Sacramento Punchline September 28th, 29th, and 30th. I will be FaceTiming my father live 
from one of the shows from stage because his birthday is, is the 30th. So I celebrated my birthday on stage last weekend in Grand Rapids. I'm going to celebrate my father's birthday on stage in Sacramento. So if you want to be a part of the audience that gets to call my dad, you know, just come out to a show. Also, I'm giving tickets away, just a few tickets for that show. Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget Weeds Day every Wednesday on Facebook Live, my fan page. What's Weeds Day, you ask? It's a, a show that I do from Facebook Live on my fan page, and I answer questions. I talk about little uh, marijuana news, marijuana strains, and I just connect with you guys. It's every Wednesday. I try to stick to 1 p.m. Pacific so I can hit the 420, or uh, 120 Pacific so I can hit the 420 time. Eastern Standard. Sometimes it fluctuates because I'm a busy bitch, but I try and get in that window either 420 on the West Coast or East Coast. So that's free. You just sign into Facebook and you just uh, watch my Facebook Live. And as always, you guys better be living your fucking truths, okay? And I'm going to be mentioning my Patreon um, members. I have a couple Patreon members that signed up for my Patreon page. That's going to be for next week, so listen for that. I'm going to be doing a Skype message with my Patreon subscribers. If you guys want more information about that, how to support the podcast, you go to patreon.com forward slash sharp tongue podcast, forward slash sharp tongue podcast, and you can become a donating member to support the podcast. And also, uh, just make sure that you guys get out there in life and grab by the balls. Don't be an asshole. Figure out your problem and fix it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. <laughs> I love you dearly. There's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.